All right, everybody. I think it's time to get us started. I want to make sure I get you your weekly roundup updates, your weekly dose of bullishness on Meta Leon society. Uh, apologies for the time change. Um, just those of you that do not know, and those of you that already know, I'm in the middle of a move. So things have been a little crazy. So appreciate everybody's flexibility with this stuff. Okay, so to start us off today, since I already changed the time, why not change the format a little bit? Um, I know I do project updates first, but I would like to do market updates first today because I'm feeling random. This is your Halloween special episode, so everything's crazy, right? Um, market updates. So the important piece of news item today, actually, specifically today, was the Fed increased the interest rates again. Everybody was expecting it. Nobody was, I think everybody that's on Twitter or knows about anything about the Fed at this point knows that they've been increasing interest rate until they can bring inflation down, which has been the story for the past five to six months. Nothing unusual happened today. The market was expecting a 75 basis point interest rate hike. And that is what Papa Powell said. Uh, something to be interested or something, something that got me curious was his tone when he was talking about future interest rates. So he didn't really, he didn't really say um, that he was going to go 75 again for the next month, but he also did not deny it. But his tone was feeling like we're going to look and we're going to keep an eye on the market and then make decisions accordingly. So it kind of feels like maybe the next interest rate hike is not going to be that high of a 75, maybe less like 50 or 25. We'll have to see. I think he's going to watch the numbers for inflation. And if they're considerably low for the next month, he might make a change. But it's kind of nice to see that he realizes that if we keep going this route and keep increasing the interest rate this aggressively, he might just like completely wreck the economy. So he knows that that's a problem. He did mention it in a speech, and I guess it's a difficult position to be for him as well. The reason I'm geeking out about this, it, sadly, crypto market, everything we believe, it's like a little bit correlated to this stuff. So the market didn't really do much because they already expected a 75 basis point. If it would have been a 50 basis point or anything lower, markets would have rallied. They didn't. So there's that uh the next piece of news and that's really the the worst piece of news to be honest and it's not even bad so two weeks of consistently good news is kind of good for the market to be honest um the next big piece was moneygram so if any of you know who moneygram is or if you remember last week's update so this is what i'm this is what i keep telling you guys these big people that run the world, they're all coming together to get their hands dirty in crypto. So what's really happening here is I told you last week that Western Union, which is actually the largest money transfer company in the world, which is worth like, I think, $4 billion. Western Union had filed some uh, trademarks re related to Web3 and crypto. So they're definitely getting into crypto. This week, 
MoneyGram, which is actually the second largest money transfer company in the world, and it's worth around $1.01 billion, they are actually going to support crypto trading through their app. So MoneyGram is used by like international, like I, I actually personally use MoneyGram when I was sending money back home to India when I was working in the US. Um, they are now going to allow people to buy crypto through their MoneyGram app. You might ask like, yeah, Reiki, that's cool, but who, how many people are actually using MoneyGram? You would be surprised a large percentage of immigrant population in most Western countries. And it's not just the West. It's like people that go to other countries. Like I know uh, there's a lot of immigrant population that immigrates to Japan. Uh, I think China, uh, there's a lot of immigration to India. So it's like everybody that tries to send money back to their home country. Uh, this app is on their phone. And when you allow them to now hold crypto in their app, you're actually bringing mass adoption. So within two weeks, the two largest money transfer companies are getting into crypto and Web3. So that is that is extremely huge. And I'm extremely bullish on that stuff. And... Next piece of news here is a South African supermarket chain, Pick and Pay. Uh, they are now going to allow their customers to pay for their bill or pay for their purchases through Bitcoin. Again, it's like one of the largest chains in South Africa. They're going to start. I read the fine prints of this article. I was like, oh, this is going to be huge if they do it all across their all of their chains across Africa, because they have some that are not in South Africa. I think they've got few in Ghana, couple in Tongo. Uh, so they're like all over Africa in general. So they're huge. Uh, but what they're doing right now is they're going to start this, this functionality in about 39 of their stores. And to me, allowing this on 39 superstores that they have it's kind of a solid start to be honest and really like africa is like one of the most like advanced in terms of crypto adoption so people are going to just jump into it and i think it's going to be incredible uh, so another big piece there um, very excited to see that i personally would not buy groceries with my bitcoin if i ever have to but you know, it's an option. It's good to have options. Like not everybody uses PayPal. Not everybody uses Apple Pay. Not everybody uses Google Pay. But you have those options, right? Just in case. So crypto is the same way. You have another way to pay. That's kind of good for adoption. Uh, next piece is, again, a big solid partnership. We were talking GameStop. Uh, I think Jenny asked a question last week's Spaces. Uh, we were talking GameStop, and GameStop has partnered with FTX, the I think the second largest uh, cryptocurrency exchange in the world, third maybe. I don't know if Coinbase is still number one, but yeah, they've been growing like crazy. So GameStop has partnered with FTX to offer exclusive FTX gift cards at select physical stores and on their online store. So basically, this partnership is kind of strategic because if you know that GameStop has its own NFT marketplace and they've been trying to change their business model to kind of incorporate Web3 because they know they just can't rely on selling physical games uh, and products uh, for the rest of eternity. That's how Blockbuster got out of business. 
That's how GameStop would have gotten out of business because everybody buys everything online at this point. So with partnering with FTX, they actually like are positioning themselves to be at the center stage of Web3 and crypto adoption. So um, I looked into the offers of those gift cards. I think there's like um, you get a $25 discount on like purchasing some like making your first like purchase on FTX exchange using that gift card. So like really cool like value that people can get through those gift cards. So keep an eye out for this. If you are somebody that likes to trade or buy or sell crypto swing trade, I guess, swing trade or day trade, this might be a good offer to look into. Again, uh, pretty nice to see uh, giant names like GameStop is huge in the gaming industry and FTX is huge in the crypto industry. So um, they're both very well known and them coming together is kind of an awesome deal. Uh, last piece of market updates. Uh, what I'm pretty uh, excited about here is uh, Visa and Crypto.com. So we just talked GameStop and FTX partnering. Visa has partnered with Crypto.com. If you don't know what Crypto.com is, it's literally the largest uh, trading app. It's not even trading. It's like they offer a crap ton of like features and they're everywhere. They, I think they got they have exclusive partnerships with MMA, F1, FIFA, uh, NBA. I think the the LA, the Staples Stadium is now the Crypto.com Stadium. So it's like they have been dropping a lot of money, a lot, a lot of money on marketing. So they have that kind of bandwidth. So Visa is actually partnering with Crypto.com to to do something really incredible i had to like watch a bunch of videos and like read a bunch of stuff to actually understand what this partnership is going to be about so the headline said that visa and crypto.com are partnering to host a fifa world cup nft auction and an immersive experience for the attendees so i was like okay that's kind of cool uh, i've seen a lot of uh crypto projects trying to do nfts uh algorand is actually uh, i think the official blockchain partner or technology partner something uh they're gonna have nfts for fifa world cup on their chain i think their tickets are gonna be on that i'm not sure but uh it's it's interesting to see crypto.com do that so when i looked into the details of this partnership i was freaking blown away so you already know that fifa world cup is the most watched sporting event on this planet how many people watch the fifa world cup uh, I think, uh, I think four times the size of the uh, uh, Super Bowl. I think 1.2 billion people for like the minimum. I think so. It's kind of huge. It's like the largest sporting event on the planet. So like you're gonna get mass. If you're gonna get mass adoption, you're gonna get it through the FIFA World Cup. So what's happening here is. Visa is trying to get into this crypto game with everything. They've already partnered with crypto.com on something else that I shared a few weeks ago. I think it was related to like payment stuff, like letting people pay for things uh, using crypto.com cards. Um, so what's happening here is they have certain highlight goals that have like historic like significance. So important plays that change the history of football, things like that. So 
they're going to have NFTs of those moments that people can auction buy in an auction. And then those people that get those NFTs, when they enter the stadium to watch the games, they will be able to enter this VR experience where they can like play football uh, and be able to record this. Uh, this AI thing is going to record them playing football and create like a, a video footage of them doing that in an immersive experience with like a 3D model. And that's going to be an NFT as well that they can have. So it's like, it's insane. It's going to be an exclusive area for only those that have that NFT. And then they get to experience this stuff. So imagine watching all these people getting to see these people do these crazy things and then show each other like, hey, look what I got on my phone, this NFT. This is mass adoption on steroids. Like it's insane We how people don't realize the magnitude of adoption that's happening in this bear market. Everybody's busy looking at their, their phones and like the prices like, oh, ETH is still 1500. Oh, Bitcoin is still 20 grand. And that stuff doesn't really matter. What matters is what I'm sharing with you and where this market is heading. If this market was supposed to go to zero, all these big publicly traded companies, and I'm going to give you, I gave you a lot of names today. I gave you Visa. I gave you GameStop. I gave you MoneyGram. And all these people love to make money. They hate losing money. So they would never, never, never go so big into an industry they saw no future in. I was reading somewhere where um, I think a independent study was done. Uh, where both Democrats and Republicans, it's this is not a political thing, but it's it's a good point to think that governments don't really, parties don't really agree on anything ever. Bipartisan is like the hardest thing to get for anything. But about 80% of respondents from both sides of the aisle said that crypto is going to play a major role in their office in the next coming years. So 80% of both Democrats and Republicans understand that the people that are going to be voting for them are going to want to see their stance on crypto and Web3 before they vote for them. So when polit politicians understand the importance of this industry, you better know that they will not try to crush it. They just can't because that will just make them unpopular. And the last thing politicians want is to be unpopular. So that's kind of the high level of where we stand with the market. Exciting stuff for our project going on. If you guys do not know and you haven't seen Discord yet, uh, Napoleon and Alpha Leon, both of them have successfully set up shop in Bali. Families back to Switzerland, so they had a good time and they uh, they appreciated the support the community gave uh, them as they were spending time with their family. It's important to balance life when you're trying to build a business. So uh, I'm glad they were able to do that. Um, Alpha also popped in the server yesterday. And uh, lots of incredible stuff happening behind the scenes. Uh, what we have right now, uh, there is... These guys have a they have a part they have a partner of law firm, which is based in multiple cities. It's like a large law firm. Uh, they're trying to uh, basically sit with them and understand 
the regulations around tokenization of certain countries. So problem is each country handles tokenization in its own way. U.S. has its own laws. Uh, England, well, UK in general, and then EU has its own thing going on. So it's important to understand laws around tokenization because that's a big aspect of our business. Uh, so they have that meeting, uh, and they're pretty excited about that. Uh, they learned a lot through that, and uh, they're excited to move forward in their uh, on on to the next steps of what needs to really happen there. So. Uh, lots of good things that came out of that meeting. They are working tirelessly every day on the TCFX landing page. If you don't know what TCFX is by now, that is the official name of our crowdfunding platform. Uh, we shared a few uh, snippets and we shared the logo with the team. And basically, if you check out the announcements, the reasoning behind the naming and the and the branding. Uh, so they're focused right now on making sure that the experience for the customer, be it the person raising funds or be it the person providing funds, uh, for both parties, the experience should be intuitive, concise, and should be crystal clear, should talk for itself. Uh, it shouldn't be complicated. So that's, that's what's going on. So the landing page is extremely essential because that is the first place a customer goes to. So if we don't design that, keeping everything in mind and keeping that simple, uh, it's not going to go that good. So we understand that, and that is why we're doing our due deliberation in making sure that that is a top-notch product, just like we've always promised and everything that we've delivered, always above and beyond quality. Um, we're now also uh, working on the Talium interface integration. So we've been, if you remember Talium, that is our tokenization partner, uh, technology uh, partner there. Uh, they have an incredible suite of features that have been very helpful for us. Uh, we're now narrowing down things to meet our business needs, and it's just something that is a continuous refinement. So the more we apply, the more we understand that it's going to take it's going to take some time. So it's basically grinding every day, thinking about like every little rabbit hole of every feature. I once got a little demo. I think Alex showed me a little demo of the flow of everything that Talium Asset provides. And I'm going to tell you guys, it looks insane. Like how complicated that thing is, like how many things you can do and all the different settings and configurations. So I am beyond blown away by these people. So um, super excited with what we're doing with Talium over there. Uh, we want to keep the experience as clean as possible. So if Talium has, let's say, 400 different features, and we honestly really need like 20 of them. So we want to make sure that we only open the gates for those 20 and keep things as simple as possible. Because the more we grow, the more we scale, uh, we want to make sure we don't increase our complexity too much so it becomes unstable. That's the whole point of putting all this work in the front because once you start building, uh, which has been happening, but it's like once you get to the point where you can't change things much, like you don't want to be able, you don't want to be in a position to be like, oh shit, I wish I would have thought about that. So uh, that's been going really well. Uh, Roman, who's our web designer that has been working with Talium, he has been working on 
continuous feedback loop with the with our founders to make sure that we are meeting the branding requirements and we're meeting the interface and design needs that we expect out of the platform. Uh, if you have any idea looking at our current website, you would realize that if we're going to build a crowdfunding platform, it has to be like not a similar experience, but at the same time, the level of quality of detail of everything on the website needs to match or even be better than our current website. So uh, we are excited on that front as well. He has been very responsive and he said that Talium has been very helpful with all the questions and uh, just all the brainstorming between him and the founders. That has been incredible as well. Last piece of news. I know everybody's been excited about knowing about the 3D video that has been in the works. Good news is the animated video is finally finished. So you guys should be excited about that. But right now, we're going to hold off on showing the video until we have a plan for our phase two marketing, because that is going to be a centerpiece of phase two marketing, just like we used our first animated video, which everybody's in love with. Um, I personally use it everywhere. Um, we're doing a similar thing with the second video. So once we have a plan in place, we should be here shortly for phase two marketing. And then when we want to open up our mint again, uh, we'll have that video out for everybody. Good news is it's done. It's ready. So um, very excited about that. Those are all the updates I had for our project. We have another, um, we might have officially add another event here soon to our list of weekly events. I also know I'm going to give everybody an alpha. We're being joined by two more communities for our poker tournament. So the price pool is getting close to about $800 at this point. So it's pretty exciting. Um, we are beyond blown away by responses and uh, just how everything just keeps growing, no matter what the market does. So um, it'll be nice to get some more in community members from our friendly communities. If you remember another quick update, uh, Ninetales, with, with whom I did a interview last week, they are also um, launching their alpha on the 6th of November. So uh, a couple days before the alpha launch, I'll share an update on our channel with the information of how to get into it. Since we are a, a strategic partner with them and they've been a close friend of ours for months, uh, their, their price pool is about $50,000. The game is free to play for uh, partner communities. So I think there is a way for you to like verify that you hold a Leon and you should be able to play the game and collect their, uh, I think it's called mystery boxes or something. I think it's mystery boxes. So if you get something in there, cool. Uh, 50000 sounds amazing. So hopefully you guys enjoy the game and uh, enjoy the benefit of being a, a Leon holder as we keep building and delivering on the weekly.